Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Today's guest is director extraordinaire Vicki Goldsmith. I have her bio right here. Now, uh, Vicki writes that uh, she began her performing career at the young age of eight as a magician's assistant to Dr. Magic, a.k.a. Lenny Goldsmith. Loving everything about performance and being on stage, she continued her studies majoring in theater at Carver Center for Arts and Technology and then at the University of Maryland studying both performance and technical theater, concentrating on stage management. Now, way back in 2004, Vicki drove herself cross-country to work in Hollywood. She is currently a member of the Directors Guild of America, working as a second assistant director on major motion pictures. She's been very fortunate to work with people like Clint Eastwood, Angelina Jolie, and her favorite, Sandra Bullock. And in addition to that, she has done work in various co-starring roles, including bit parts in movies like The Guilt Trip, National Lampoon's Cattle Call, Domino, and TV shows, including that 70s show, Entourage, Desperate Housewives, Gilmore Girls, and a new Nickelodeon show called Big Time Rush, just to name a few. Now, more recently, she's been back in, in TV, and she's got a lot of credits there. Stuck in the Middle, the Flaked Episodes, Bad Grandpa, the movie, Review, and The Carmichael Show. She's also been producing more. And her most recent feature film, uh, she's actually co-producing that film, and that's called Married Young, and it's very close to completion. Vicky could not be more excited about that film's potential she does it all, so I see that Vicky is on the the air. So uh, let me go ahead and bring her on in. Hello. Hi, William. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So now I see that you're a second assistant director of major motion pictures. So describe for the audience out there uh, what a second assistant director does. That is correct. Yeah, I just wanted to, to correct the, the director title so my directors don't think I'm taking their credit. Um, so Uh-oh. on the directing team, it's all good. Uh, there's normally five members on any given director team. Uh, for the Carmichael show, we happen to have six. But as the second assistant director, abbreviated second AD, um, and sometimes I'm the first, but, uh, you know, that's not important right now. But my job um, – so I'm the the main liaison between the directors and the between the director and the actors. My job is to make sure everyone's where they need to be when they need to be there. I build the schedule for the day and stick to it. Troubleshoot efficiently when things come up because they always do, and communication so that everyone's on the same page. The actors, the crew, so that everyone knows what we're doing. Um, I once, in describing my job to my aunt, said, uh, "I get paid to think." But it's also very hands-on and active. I never sit still, which I love. That's fantastic, fantastic. So why did you choose to pursue directing? Um, so you, you, uh, in my bio, a little bit of my background, I always did 
performance and technical theater. And when I was in high school, I also always played sports. And I couldn't play the sport and be in the show, but I could play my sport and be a stage manager, a house manager, do the lights. So I got really interested in the technical side of things um, and went on to study that at University of Maryland. And then when I, when I came out to L.A. after college, I tried a little bit of every job. I tried being a script supervisor. I tried being a grip. And I, I tried everything that there was. And I learned very fast that assistant director, I was like, oh, that's like stage manager. But for movies, that's what I want to do. And then after that point, I figured out the best path for me to go about uh, pursuing that. Fantastic. So now you've worked on some fantastic shows how did you get to work on the Carmichael show? Um, wow. Well, the beginning was, was much harder than it is now. The Carmichael show came out of, so about two years ago, I was on, or a year and a half ago, I was on a show called Stuck in the Middle, and I was the first of the uh, assistant directors that was placed on the job, and um, I became very close with uh, the two first ADs, uh, one has become one of my best friends, and he got the call for the Carmichael show. He's worked with the director a couple of times, um, and he said, hey, I'm doing this thing. Come with me. I said, okay, and that was it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's all about uh, networking and relationships. So now you're co-producing Married Young. Talk about that. Um, Married Young is, um, my, uh, passion project feature film. Um, it stars David Finn, Vanessa Lenges, Gary Cole, Nancy Travis, Lucas Neff, John Pankow, um, and brilliant filmmaker director, Danny Kaufman. Um, uh, and, uh, Married Young is about a couple who, you know, they get married too young or young. Um, they have one kid pregnant with another and it's more so the husband's story about struggling with life you know and and where he is and is he happy but in a funny upbeat way now what makes married young different is the lead character has an animated alter ego um and that's one of the things that i think is really going to make this movie special and put it on the map um, for all the people involved. Um, and we've shot it already. It looks fantastic. There's just a couple of things we have to do to finish up, um, but I'm really excited about about it. Yeah, and so what are the plans there? So you see it's almost uh, completed. So, I mean, what about distribution? I mean, what are you looking at there? Well, we have some, like, people have been calling uh, to try and make offers, but we don't want to sell ourselves short. So once we have the final product, then we'll go ahead and screen for distributors and make the best decision possible. We've already had, like, foreign sales meetings and all that kind of stuff, but we want to make sure we make the best decision for the film for the future. We don't want to, no, we don't want to jump on the first offer because theatrical isn't necessarily the best way to go. Um, and this is all stuff that I'm I'm learning too in this process, so it's, it's pretty cool. That's great. That's great. So you know you've worked with some amazing performers. What did you learn uh, when you worked with Clint Eastwood? Oh my gosh, uh, Clint is the man. Uh, everyone calls him the boss, and his sets are just when I say the most extraordinary. Thing under the sun like I wouldn't even be doing it justice to say like 
his whole crew is a family and meaning like literally like, you know, the, the camera guy's married to the sound person. Like they've been with him forever and no one has more respect on any set that I've ever been on. Now, granted the Carmichael show was amazing. So that's like the next best thing compared to, to working on the changeling, but everyone has so much respect for everyone. And it's just run so differently than anything I've ever been on. And the rumors are true. Like it's eight hour days. It's 16 hours of work in an eight hour day, but it's, I mean, it's your, you're hustling the whole time. Uh, it's, it's nonstop, but, but the days are, are shorter because it's just more efficient in every way possible, which is amazing. Yeah. I've heard that, uh, that one of the things that Clint likes to do is he, sometimes I think with uh, Angelina Jolie, she was very, very nervous uh, right before a scene, and that, uh, he actually had her do a scene and pretended as though it was like a rehearsal, but she was actually recording. Another thing I've heard is that he's very, very strict about, you know, one or two takes, and he's very, he's very quick, yes. very, very efficient. Yes. The biggest compl- – I don't know about the first thing you said. I, I must not have been there for that, but – um the biggest complaint, and I, I run base camp on that, so I'm the person that signs in and out the actors. Uh, biggest complaint that some of the day players would tell me was, like, they'd be in and out in an hour and a half. They'd be like, it was they, they did one take. They were wrapped. They wanted to say, I could do it again. I could do it better. But no one wants to tell Clint Eastwood I could do it again. They just said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. So now you're, you're – uh... A big fan of Sandra Bullock. So what did you learn uh, when you work with her? Um, you know, she's always been like my person growing up that I kind of aspired to if I ever had an acting career. Um, I just I just always wanted to have roles like her. Like she was just always such an inspiration. So to be able to work with her on a movie called um, All About Steve uh, was just truly amazing for me, and and yeah, I don't get nervous around people because this is my job. But but I, I was I was a little I was a little shell shocked. Um, but as an actor and a producer, I mean, she's got it all together. She's everything she appears to be. Um, you know, on top of everything professionally, and and bring table every time. But so kind, like would bring food around to everybody, and just just so you know, just blew me out of the water. Yeah, so now in your time out in Hollywood, though, talk a little bit about the opportunities for women. Do you think those are improving? I do. I do think the opportunities for women are improving. And, I mean, right right now it's, it's the weekend after the biggest box office domestic grossing film directed by a woman of all time um, in Wonder Woman with Patty Jenkins. Um you know, I mean, just like anything, we, yeah, I mean, everyone has to fight to get jobs. It's not easy to get started no matter what. And being, it is a male dominated field. Um, but I don't think that should make you not try to go after what you want to do. Um, oh, there's also all There's also a lot of like directing initiatives and, and more and more companies are having like, you know, diversity directing programs where, you know, and even uh, different shows are having, like, slates of directors where it's like you have to have, you know, this amount of minorities. I'm not sure if women are on the list. It should be. Um, my my belief, too, is you should get the job because you're the best candidate. Um, so, 
you know, we bring the same thing to the table that, that a man does, I think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What would you say are some of your superpowers as a director? Oh, my gosh. Um, my ability to multitask. Uh, I always say that it's my job to be in four places at once, five on a good day. Um, and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not more of a – I don't like to use the walkie. I like to go and actually talk to people face-to-face. So, I mean, people will notice, like, they'll be on, like, like a path to, like, one way and, uh, and then on their way back. And I will have, like, done, like, five laps already. Um, because it's just that's how I want to communicate to people. Uh, so it's, it's, it's juggling a lot of that and then holding multiple conversations at once. There might be, you know, someone in the headset, someone in front of me, and someone on the phone, and all three people are telling me their problems. And it's like, okay, go. And then how do you prioritize the order of what to, you know, correct or address first? Mm. That would be, you know, that would be the main one, huh? Yeah, you know, Kevin Smith, uh, you know, talks about that, uh, I think, and also George Lucas talked about being able to very quickly make decisions. I mean, is that something that you learned just over the years, is it something from sports? I mean, what? how did you develop that ability? I think just by, by doing it enough, you you learn you learn things, and, and everybody makes mistakes, Um but, yeah, I would say over the years, like maybe having done something, the fastest way to learn how to do something is to do it wrong the first time. You'll never do it wrong again. <laughs> um, so just by, just by learning from process of, uh, of – and then also I think a lot um, – I do believe that my acting background helps me tremendously in what I do and, and stands me out from other people that what I do because I, I just – I relate to the actors. I know – you know, they want to know what's going on. You could be sitting in your trailer for a few hours, like just tell them what's up. Like, hey, the camera went down or, hey, we're behind for whatever reason or, oh, we're ahead and here's why we're going to skip that scene because, you know, for whatever reason, just tell them what's up. Like it's like just a very simple, just talk to people, uh, which I love doing. And I think that's, that's a big part of it. And those are things that you learn over time. Every job I still learn something new. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. So, you know, what, what would you say is the biggest difference between the West Coast uh, entertainment business and then the East Coast? Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing justice to to my experiences in in Baltimore because the, the projects just weren't the same scale. Um, I, I can say about knowing what my friends do in New York, um, I mean, there's so many differences there. The, the job titles are a little bit different. I, I don't know that I would want to work in New York. It just seems crazy to me. Um, mm. How so? You know, I live out of my car. My car is my production center. So to not be able to have my car, <laughs> I don't know how I would get around <laughs> Um, but I know they do it, and I know they excel at it, and, and hats off to them. And people that come from New York definitely have amazing training. And I've, I've actually learned from, from a couple of them. Um, so that's really cool. Fantastic, fantastic. So uh, any plans to do some writing? 
you know, writing is not one of my is one of my things. I'm 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 more of the producer. I need to be in a creative environment, but doing the the logistical job is what I've learned. Um, one of my teachers uh, back in high school at Carver when I was stage managing actually nicknamed me Elmer's because I was the glue that held it all together. And I still kind of think that that's true today. Um, you know, I need to be the person that's, I, don't, I just, I still love being the glue. You know, the whole world doesn't need to know me, but everyone on that job will know that they couldn't have done it without me. And, and that's, that's satisfaction enough. Yeah, you know, there does seem to be sort of a sports component of, you know, being into your body outside of your head and, and kind of like logistical and hands-on. And definitely the team player aspect of all of that. Definitely right. Growing up with sports and being around people and learning to balance as a team, you win as a team, you lose as a team, really keeping it all together. Because, I mean, I have my team of, of people that I work with, but then beyond that, the crew, and really the AD position is, I mean, your team captain. I mean, the director too and producer, but you're, you're, you're the one who's there motivating everyone. You're, it's the, you know, it's the bottom of the ninth. It's the, you know, fourth quarter or whatever, and you're down, you got to pull it all together. We're, we're the people that, that do that in the field. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that that helps. I think that helps anybody. Oh, absolutely. So, what advice would you give to young directors? Um. Oh wow. Um. Just start doing it. Just start doing it. So many people are making their own projects these days. Um. You know, break in, get on a set everything, learn about all the different kinds of jobs that they are. Um, you know, a good, a good asset I, is, uh, I, I recommend Craigslist to a lot of people if you haven't done anything before to just, just get on set and see how it works. Um, and then just, just start doing it. That's the best way. Just start doing it. And tell people what you want to do um, because they'll remember that and they'll hire you. Um, I remember when I was working on CSI New York, uh, I was a production assistant at the time and yeah, I became friends with a lot of people and there's this props girl um, who was directing a side project and she knew that I did a little bit of acting. Um, so, you know, on the weekends she had me come out and be in her, in her film. And it's, I mean, it's the same thing for directing. It's just tell people you want to do that. I, I might, an actor approached me about something just recently, actually, and they need a director, and I have a young girl who's expressed interest in me in directing, and I'm probably going to, like, you know, get the two of them together on it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you got to put that energy out there. You have to. You have to. No one's just going to be like, oh, would you like this opportunity? Here you go. And it's working hard and it's proving yourself. Networking isn't just about going out to social functions and meeting people that way. I, I don't know instances where that's resulted in a job for anyone. It's being out there in the field on the set doing a good job and people being impressed by you. Um, I, I know a filmmaker who wants to direct. He made his own film. I happened to be an AD on it. And now he's, uh, he's doing pretty well. 
for himself. He, you know, he made the film, and now he's in one of those those directing programs, and he's just he's just doing it. It's really great. That's great. That is great. Okay, Vicky. Well, you know, it's really been a pleasure. I look forward to having you on again, and you have a fantastic and productive day. Thank you so much, William. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. All right, folks out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every day and break a leg. Good night. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes the sound no one can find I never met anyone like you Like I be, walls of.